Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Give me my baby back! I was thinking it, and all of a sudden, I'm like, yes! Do you realize how long I've been waiting for that? (laughs) Is that why you've been saying it? (laughs) Raid on the Library of Secrets begins after our party has sailed clear of the Golden Archipelago, accompanied by their strange new companion, the Living Star. Our party soon finds themselves guests of the incredible airborne College of Ether, a school of arcane study held aloft by enchantments and the solid clouds of the Overbright. The school is a place of magical magnificence, arcane innovation, and well-meaning chaos. Floating wizard towers and aerial common areas drift through the open sky, bound together by a tangle of thick ropes and swaying bridges. Far from the eye of intrusive governments or rival schools, this eclectic assemblage of mages is free to pursue the study of magic as they see fit. At its center is the Transcendental Library, a perplexing structure that stores untold secrets. The party will have to earn entrance to this fantastical library, overcome an unexpected assault by the Iron Chain, and unravel the mysteries within to discover the way forward towards the edge of the world. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. Uh, it's Mercer's turn. Okay. Uh, Mercer is going to move back into the hallway. He's going to let's see if it's with like just darting down the hallway. Um, he's gonna look to see if, like, there's anything down the hallway. Did he miss something? Basically looking for the doors. Oh, okay. So, 5, 10, 15 to right here, or is he going all Uh, both, but he's, he, he's dashing, but he's looking at, like, he's going like this, just making sure he didn't miss a door. Okay, so he's going his full 50 feet. Yeah. Okay, so he does catch sight of these two doors. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Right there. He would stop right there. Right here at this door? And he's going to check to see if it's unlocked. Okay. Well, you said you dashed, right? Yes. Okay. Ba- basically, he's going to stop right at it and be like, okay. this is the door I'm, so I'm going to be. you can check your do- check the door on your next Correct. Turn, yeah. Basically, that, but that's okay. where he's stopping. All right. Um, then Celine? Uh, she's like, well, because uh, Mercer is going to holler back, says there's two doors down here. Uh... And he hollers and check the first door. And she out the door and she should be able to check that door. This one? Yeah, if I count it correctly. Yeah, she went 25 feet and stopped there. So she's going to quickly check the handle and look in. Give me just a second here. That door is locked. Okay. She's like, this one's locked. All right. 
Is that all she's doing? Yeah, that's all she can do at the moment. Okay. Um, then it's the paper dragon's turn. Yeah, at this point you could basically pretty much tell it's a dragon made out of paper. <laughs> yep. And Celine would tell Zebek to grab barrel and get out and shut the door. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Five. 25. It sees Barrel, and something kind of unusual happens as it tries to swing and hit Barrel. It smacks Barrel's shell, and what Zabak sees is the paper claw that it's got mm-hmm. kind of bounces back, and it causes Barrel to set off a random wild magic, or not wild magic, uh, oh, crap. astral surge. The back's gonna love this. As uh, it sets that off, um, you see this uh, this this paper dragon-ish sort of thing just kind of go. basically turns it into a uh, cat made out of paper that just sits there. What the devil? Uh, guys? <laughs> a pa- or a uh, uh, barrel just kind of looks like this. Good job, boy. Well, I do believe we have di- just saved our lives. Good job, barrel. <laughs> there, there's a really bad part of me that would be like, Kill the cat. Kick it! Animal <laughs> haters! Well, obviously. Um, and then it's Zabak's turn. I don't like what I'm about to do. Uh oh. Smash with the hammer. Because I don't know if this is permanent or not. I feel bad. This is wrong. This is wrong, but I have to. Oh my god, I rolled one! Uh, well, this, this is what you get for trying to smash a hammer on a cat. <laughs> Instant karma. Roll, roll, roll again. Oh no. Seven. Plus your attack modifier. Mm, so fourteen. It should if, if it's what I think I it should have the AC of a cat. Let me just take a look here for my own. But you should hit it. Okay, um, so that'd be a 15 to hit. Yeah, you hit it. You hit it. Okay. And we're gonna do... I guess I still have my Warhammer, don't I? Yep. With the negative two. To damage. 
one damage. No, 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 sorry. Five damage. Is that after the subtractions? So it's like you're playing golf. As you just kind of line up the hammer. Croquet. Oh, yeah, croquet. Gold, forgive me. Four. And you just see this pile of papers kind of roll out all over the floor and just... As there's this nice little waving trail of papers that Oh, I don't like myself back. for that. Oh, that feels bad. Oh, and just no. as you make contact, you hear... Oh, God. <laughs> you jerk. You man. <laughs> you can expire. Uh, okay, so... Um... Does Tell the me back, what I want. Does the back take off with Beryl then, or what does she do? Um, yeah, she's gonna have to chase the rest of the party down. Wait, don't leave me behind, you fools! So Beryl hops onto <sighs> Beryl hops onto the back's back, and you what? You move all the way. The back's back. Yeah. Do you just come into the hallway, or do you keep going? I keep going. How shut far the door. Mhm. I pull the door shut behind myself. Okay, so you've shut the door. Are you going to continue going, or no, is I'm that just, where you I'm, stop? I'm going to stop right there. Or sling that. Okay. So we're going to stop the combat there. Uh, Renestale's just standing there at the end of the hallway. He looks back again. Yeah, they're still gone. Okay, I checked that room. How long has it been? Like Literally three rounds. So like three minutes? No. 18 seconds. Oh my god. All right, so Esther's still waiting because she's like, I don't know how long I should wait. Okay. Mercer's going to check this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it's number seven. You need to find a safe spot. I know. God, it feels like a PlayStation 1 JRPG right now. Uh, the door to that room is also locked. I'm going to um, pick it. Alright, I need a dexterity check using thieves' tools. Which I have. And Selena's gonna give me bardic inspiration. Heck yeah. Alright. I'll roll first before I add it. Oh, I may not need it. What did you get? Uh, it's going to be a dirty 20. Heck yeah, man. <clears throat> Two, three clicks go by and door opens up. Quickly put my tools away and look in. Anything pop out at me? Nope. The walls of this chamber are covered with simple ink drawings and woven tapestries of serene landscapes, evoking feelings of mindfulness and tranquility. Thick carpets and comfortable mats line the floor, and two sticks of ever-burning incense fill the room with soothing scents. A startling variety of semi-precious stones and crystals cover the shelves in the room, exuding a palpable thrum of energy when touched. Unlike most rooms in the Transcendental Library, there is but a single small bookcase, and from where you're standing you can see this. The texts all seem to be focused on inner light and key. Um, 
Mercer is going to tentatively walk in and see if anything appears. <coughs> like, he's on guard. He's basically taking the dodge action walking in. Okay. So, Mercer walks in here. Just right here at the door. Uh, he'll go in five more feet. Right to here? Yep. Um, how long do you spend looking around? Right now, it, I'm going to spend a couple rounds. Right at, I'm, I'm not really I'm like looking around... But at the same time, I am like, does anything appear to be attacking me or trying to do anything to me? Okay. I'll come back to you in a second. What does uh, Celine and Zabak Celine is going to move forward to the, uh, like, she's going to go, like, right there and kind of peek her head in the door to see how Mercer's doing. Okay. Does Zabak bring Barrel up and just follow suit to right here? And Renestale looks back one last time. Yeah, they're still not in there. And walks back over to here and goes, So, what's going on? I'm looking for a safe room. I'm checking to see if this thing is actually safer. Something else is going to come out after us. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright. So, you spend a few rounds in there and uh, nothing happens. I think we have a safe room. I think we can... I think we can, can like, station here. We can rest, do whatever we need. We can come up with a plan of either do we attack the paper dragon or what what can we do with these jellies? Or oozes or whatever the heck these, these, those things were. Okay. <clears throat> so does everybody go into that room then? Uh, Celine, after what's well, now been almost a minute, mm-hmm. she, nothing's happened. She goes in. All right. So she steps into here. Uh, does the back bring Barrel in? Mm-hmm. All right. Renestale will step into here. And he'll stand over here in the corner. Brings the back in. And Beryl comes in. Now, when Beryl comes in, um, he immediately goes into a state of utter contentment. His eyes grow glossy and floats lethargically around the room. Stark contrast to its usual bubbly nature. Um, Doors left open, by the way. Okay. Uh, Mercer is going to, at this point it's been about a minute, Mercer is going to go out into the hallway and head towards where the oozes were. Okay. Very, like, slowly. Like, I mean, he is doing full 180, like, making sure this thing, nothing pops out at me. Alright. So I'll put you up to right there unless you decide to move further. No, right now I'm staying right there. Okay. You don't see anything. Do I see the cauldron bubbling again? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if some I wonder if it activates when you're near the cauldron. I holler back and say, I, "Well, clearly the, the the blue ooze most likely has gone back to the cauldron because the cauldron is bubbling again." <laughs> 
Okay. I'm just pointing it out that at least one is still there. But it's held up in the cauldron at the moment. So I don't know if it's a proximity thing. I don't know. Um, Although, to tell you the honest truth, I don't think that's our biggest issue right now. Barrel's acting very, very weird in here. Well, I can, I think I can, uh, not I. Celine should be able to resolve the barrel thing, but the other issue we got is still waiting for Esther to come back. And I don't know if her coming back is going to trigger the slimes. <clears throat> and so I'm kind of at a catch-22. I don't know what to do. Renestale looks at uh, Zabak and Sling. Any ideas? Thoughts? Have no way to contact her. The best we can do is kind of keep an eye and wait, I suppose. Unless you have a way to commune with the astral plane. No. I don't. Beryl, can you communicate with Esther? Beryl is not saying anything. Beryl looks stoked. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Poor Barrel. So, Esther's been in the astral plane for a little while now. Man, I guess, I guess I'll come back. What Uses an it? action to come... Oh, my watch vibrated on my table. Well, before she does that, mm -hmm. a couple things have gone by. She's seen weird-looking spirit-like creatures in flocks sort of fly by that are in a shape that she's never seen before. What? Closest thing she can think of would be like a manta ray from in the sea. Uh. Um, she could have sworn she saw a shooting star that was moving through the through the uh, astral sea as if it was like a snake. Oh, great, man. But from a far, far distance. And for a split second, you thought you saw that celestial creature you saw before. It like phased in and then phased back out again. And okay, I'm getting out of here. This is too spooky. The last thing you notice mm -hmm. is way, way, way off in the distance. Like we're talking horizon. Yeah, almost near a horizon type of distance. You see this small little white sliver that's glowing. Mm. Well, I don't have time to investigate that. Pop back in. Yep. Oh, on guard. I look up as soon as, as soon as I see her. I look up. I don't move. I'm looking. Because the red news came from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. I'm looking around very carefully. Nothing. Nothing's happening. Move now. Ah! Into the room. Get the heck out of there. Make our hate. Make haste to the room. Which room? This the, one. Yeah. The Zen room. And um. Celine proceeds to cast Lehman's Tiny Hut. Okay. Which blocks out everything. Barrel is unaffected by the hut. Correct. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Duh. I mean the magic. Yeah, so. Well. Barrel's just kind of stuck, I guess. Um, rest, heal. Yeah. All right, let's see here. All right. Um, 
So in that time, because it's more of a harmonious sort of sound, um, Mercer is proficient in Arcana, right? Oh, absolutely. Is Celine proficient in Arcana? Mm, no, she's not. Is Esther proficient in Arcana? Uh, I don't see why she would be, maybe. No. Dude, I mean, no. realistically, you don't have to be proficient to roll unless that's No, specific. but on here it specifically okay, says that's what you it's have okay. to be. Um, so, Mercer's the only one who is proficient in Arcana and realizes what's going on with Beryl. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the energy in the room essentially needs to be retuned to help usher the Living Star back into reality, essentially, mm -hmm. and would allow Beryl to... Like, he knows at this point that there's no way Beryl's leaving this room right now. Oh, fantastic. Another stupid puzzle. You guys do get your rest, though. Okay, well, Mercer sits there and says, like, we gotta in-tune the room for Beryl to bring back his consciousness. Okay. Because otherwise, Beryl's not leaving. Um... And then if you want to, you can give me an Arcana check to try to figure out how to do that. It's going to be a 21. Okay. So you basically, you kind of sit there and you think about it for a minute. And you're like, <sighs> harmonious sounds, meditate, uh, um, pillows, incense, meditation. That's it. You have to sit there and meditate for a minimum of 20 minutes. And if you do that, then you get to make a uh, saving throw. And if you make the saving throw, you're able to just psychologically and mentally, not from psionics, but just be able to, with your mind, adjust the energies properly. Okay, well, Mercer's going to like, wish me luck. And basically, right as he's going to make his saving throw, um, part of inspiration. Oh, from Celine? Okay. So. Hum and hum and hum and hum. Ooh, yeah, we're definitely going to use that. Um, so what type of save was it again? A wisdom saving throw. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, not, a, not a saving throw, just a, a wisdom check with your proficiency. Um, 14. Um, the, uh, the room seems to make an unusual sound followed by your attempt mm -hmm. as if it's become agitated and you need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Um, that's going to be a 21. That's a success. You see almost like a spectral image of the entire room form into a small little ball. Nice. And a shock of electricity comes down and hits you and you take three points lightning damage. Gosh dang it. Okay, he's going to... That in turn, does Celine still have the, uh... The living star, or not the living star, the uh, Liamman's tiny hut up, or did you guys finish the long rest? We would have finished the long rest. Okay. Then in that case, 
when that bolt of lightning hits, it scares the ever-living crap out of Beryl. Oh, and man. he rushes out of this room and just... Oh, oh that was... Man. man, what you go doing that for? He's out. It was a success. I mean, yeah, but... We leave the room. Beryl. He's back chasing Beryl. <laughs> Get back here! You're naughty thing, you... Okay. Now, okay. she did say Zabak runs after Beryl as soon as he leaves the room. So, Zabak is with Beryl. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately chases after him? Yeah. Okay. That might make this slightly bit easier. Yeah, that, so, that was very important. She said she doesn't. <laughs> so, she chases after Beryl. They get to right here. <sighs> and... Oh, that just came right out of there. Okay. You see more of ninjas. Kinda, yeah. You see two more far elf acolytes and another monk. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> that little booger will stay in the base. Right there. Are you recording? Better be. Oh. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. Right. There and right there, and she, the the uh, acolyte looks at the two monks and she goes, "Well, this is the easiest day ever. Go get him." When I would say after that, I made the comment, let's go. We leave the room. Alright, so you guys get one move action and then it's initiative for the uh, far So Mercer and Selene are going to move after and follow Barrel. Okay. And Zabak. So standard movement or dash? Uh, I'm a, if I get a dash, he's taking a dash. Because I don't know how far he... Mercer can get to right here. Uh, Celine would be right, basically right behind Mercer. 20, 20, 40, 45, 50, 55. Because that's, that's, that's yeah, as close as she can get. Um, Renestale obviously follows. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Because he can't go any farther. And Esther tailing up the end right behind. Right here. All right. Oh crap, Barrel. And it's initiative. Poop. Mercer Which I'm assuming Mercer sees them and goes, No. 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 I'm I'm done dealing with you guys. Does a little hint of rage come over Mercer? Oh yeah, he at, the, at this point he's just like <laughs> double birdies, <laughs> boom. Mm-hmm. Like he he's he's there's no mercy. Imagine that. <laughs> well, uh, at least norm you know at least normally they have to at least s- 
start to instigate something, there's not even a start. This is just he's he's now proverbially PO'd at these mm-hmm. this this race. Oh yeah. Because like every time he runs into him, what happens? They attack him. So at this point, he's just considering them all a giant pile of. Mm-hmm. Initiative. What did Zabak get? Six. What did Celine get? Uh, ten. Mercer? Twenty-one. Of course. Twenty-one. <laughs> Esther? She got a thirteen. And mm. then the acolytes. Alright, so... Um, Mercer's gonna go first, followed by the monk, followed by Anastale, then the acolytes, then Esther, Celine, and Zabak. So, Mercer, what you doing? Mercer is going to move here to his back to the wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to use his action to create his force cannon. Okay. And then Mr. Numbnuts here. Oh, rude. <laughs> okay. Pow to the kisser. And that's going to be an 18. That will hit. Three points force damage and he's pushed five feet back. Just a sec here. It's my little trash can. <laughs> Alright, you said it took three points force damage and was pushed back five feet. Yep. Right, so we'll slide them back five feet right here. Pikachu with a birthday cake hat. <laughs> all right. All right. Is that Mercer's turn? Yeah, that's all. He can, yeah, that's all, all he can right. do. So monk. it's the monk's turn. So quickly, uh-huh. and chucks two daggers at. No, hang on. Yeah, she's going to move to get me. Now she moves up to right here and chucks a but... dagger at the back first. So seventeen hit. Okay, so the dagger comes out, it just barely gets to the back, and like right here at the face, it stops and <laughs> goes back to her hand. She's like, You missed me. <sighs> just uh, point that out to you. 
and uh, out of a little bit of a fit of anger, goes, oh, shut up, chucks it again. And this time it doesn't actually go flying at you, but it just kind of flies in a small semicircle as a boomerang and comes back to her again. Mm. Nice little trick there. Um, Renestale's turn. He is going to try to stealth. You see him immediately go, Oh, I think I know what this is. And he tries to, uh, excuse me. Yep, he successfully stealths. Daggers, chucks it at this one. <laughs> Sticks it right in her juggler. juggler. Uh, well, he crit, so. Not her juggler. <laughs> so. She's a juggalo. <laughs> Give me that fago. I need this. Too terribly bad. Uh, oh, wow, jeez. That's a little bit more than not too terribly bad. Um, yeah, I need to pull the calculator out now. Squish go boom. Doesn't go boom, but. Really did not like that. Mercer and Zabak both see a dagger fly past her neck, and the blade oh. slices into the back of her neck. And she's oh. like, ah, what the? Looks over and goes, Oh, you're dead. You traitorous prick, you're dead. Uh oh. And it, it, oh, now it's the Acolyte's turn. Okay. Or not the. Yeah. Yeah. Acolyte's turn. Yeah, so. This one, 5, 10, 15, right here, attempts to grab barrel, while this one, 5, 10, and, uh, right here and tries to attack Renestale. So, barrel is grabbed. It just, Crap. come here, you! Barrel! And the other one attacking Renestale misses horribly. It is Esther's turn. Man! Can you please stop attacking everybody I care about? Yeah, and you do hear, uh, I'm just gonna jump over the pews and. Those aren't pews, those are bookshelves. Oh, They're 40 feet high. Straight Yeah. I'm gonna go down and around that first bookshelf. You go as far as going down all the way to the end where you got a line of sight on the one guy just blasted mm. from the side. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. 
Come right down here. No, 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 no. no. Down Straight down. So basically, he, he, she would be in the next spot next to Ren, mm-hmm. and that would be right there in the aisleway, and she could see him, and just from the side, just boom. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. What's up, okay. buddy? Oh, you dumbass. So that's going to be a magic missile at third level. That should be four darts, right? At three. Mm-mm. Three at one, four at two. It's a second five level at... spell. So no, it isn't. It's first level spell. First level casting. We've established at this a couple of times. First level spell. First level I'll casting bet money on at it. third. What's to say there, big man? <clears throat> His first level. So numbers mixed up. So then it'd be four at second and five at third. Okay. So sixteen points of damage. Percentile roll here. If I roll a 50 or above, he ends up letting go of barrel from the attack. Okay. 41. He still has a hold of barrel. Crap! But Get he said it took how much damage? 15? Wait. 16. 16, yeah. Okay. Alright, um, that's. Esther's turn. That was Esther's turn. All right, it is Selene's turn. Selene is going to move. At this moment, she's going to move directly in front of Mercer. Okay. And uh, good old Chaos Bolt right at the monk. She has a deep conceited hatred for the far elf monks now. She now has a score to settle with them. After they tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a 22 to hit. A 22 to hit. Yeah, that one's going to miss. That's going to be a 12. Okay. So the first one is going to be... So acid for 13 points of damage. The second one is going to be acid again for 10 points of damage. So 23 in total. Yeah. No, it's a third level spell. And then she moves and puts her back against the wall next to Mercer. She did not like that at all. And Celine doesn't like her, so. <laughs> mutual, mutual hatred. Yep. Alright, so that was Celine's turn. Hey, it is now the back's turn. Give me my baby back! I was thinking it, and all of a sudden, yeah, 
to that? Is that why you've been saying it? I'm gonna move within range to hit this fool that has stolen my child. Because right. Beryl is officially Zabak's baby. Five, ten, so right to here, and you yeah. can hit him. That's gonna be a 19 hit. Him? Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a hit. With my big bad jawbone. Time to get wrecked. Now that is as much wreckage as I'd like. 22 damage. damage. To him? Uh-huh. Six of which is shock, lightning, whatever. Yeah, he really <gasps> did not like that. And that's only my first attack. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry. Take away two more because, as always, she's enraged by this turn of events. You really need to let me know that before you do the attack. The back is always mad. Just get over it. Still, it's an ability you need to inform me of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's, she's yeah, he's not looking good at all. Alright, how, how about another heap and helping? Just tell me if you hit or not. I freaking hit, man. What'd you roll? I rolled an 18. Yeah, you hit. He's dead. <gasps> dead. He fall down, go boom. Oh, excuse me, my goodness. Alright, so... That was the back. Get on my back, Beryl! Ooh, ooh, ooh. And it's Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to move diagonally um, to be able to get line of sight on her. Yep. Okay. And then he's going to firebolt. Beryl, we need to have a discussion about stranger danger. Ooh, that's a one. Uh, that's going to be a 15 to hit. To hit her? Yeah. Right on the money. Had you rolled one less, you were going to hit Barrel. Well, it's magic. Bro. He's immune to it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, bonus action, uh, force cannon. And that's going to be a 17 to hit. That's going to hit. That's For enough. eight points, force damage, and yeah. she's moved five feet away. Yeah, buddy. Alright. You said eight points? Yep. Alright. That was Mercer's turn. Uh, now it's her turn. So. She moves to right here. Thoroughly frustrated. Um, oh, where the heck is it? There. <laughs> I just thought of something that was funny. Okay, so first thing she tries to do 
is chuck a dagger at Mercer. Because now she's just irritated with him. That's a crit, of course. You can look at it. No, that's fine. Um, okay. He's he basically he's gonna sit there and like as it comes to it, he's just like middle finger. <laughs> okay. So first things first, initial damage. It's going to be six points piercing. And then I need a con saving throw. Ooh, uh, that's a no. What do you roll? That's a two. So there's no way, even with my modifiers, I get up that high. Alright, you become poisoned, and you fall unconscious for the next hour. He's just like, I go nappy nap. (laughs) That was her first attack. Then she attempts to grab Barrel herself and make off like a bandit. I am so tired of Barrel getting snatched. What is this? This is the Far Elves trying to get the Living Star. But good news is as she leaves your threat range, hey! I get an attack of opportunity. Yes, you do. Oh, boy. Well, let's suppose 13 hits. No. Oh, wait, it's only the damage. Ouch. So she moved up, what, 5, 10 to here? Mm -hmm. 15, 20, 25 to right here, because she technically can't move through difficult terrain with only 5 feet of movement. I'm going to set Barrel here, because she's trying to make off with Barrel. And Barrel's just like, woo woo! Barrel! Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Celine's like, Astral slide! Yeah, it frustrates slide him and scares him. Slide to the right! He recognizes this, so he tries. Everybody clap your hands. He sets off an <laughs> astral surge, but because her back is turned to all of you, you have no idea what he did to her. Uh oh. She doesn't move or anything, but just something, boom, and she's just like, What are you, you, ugh. Oh, he farted. (laughs) That's a, that'll boy, you tell her. Run, Carol, run! Um, It's Renestale's turn. He takes another shot now with his chain weapon at this woman. Hits her. Oh, he does have a bludgeoning chain. What the flippin' frick? Yeah, that's why I was like, they all have it. <coughs> so that's why I was like wondering. I what... got the monks and the acolytes mixed up. The monks are the ones that have the bladed chain, not the acolyte. <gasps> Damn. Okay, anyway. How dare you! Points. 
And then he swings at her again. Hits her again. Oof. I rolled the exact same thing. That one for less damage. Yeah, she ain't looking too good either. That guy died. Um, that was his turn. Her turn, she tries to attack him. This is again. Um, and it's Esther's turn. Right. I'm gonna dash down the aisle between the bookcases. You're dashing? That's an action. Uh, I'm, no, just just run. Not not gonna dash. Five, 10, 15, 20. I can go thirty. So how far are you going? Thirty. Up. Oh, to where? To the towards you. Yeah. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Twenty-five, thirty to right here. Yeah. I'm a fire in my laser. And I rip off a star. Overkill. <laughs> time, to, time to get wrecked. Yeah, I ain't killing anywhere. Yeah. Wait, how many dice is that? Level five. So it's seven missiles? Yeah. Don't bother. You kill her. Ha ha! Because every missile fires at a plus one. How, how much how much health does she have total? Seven. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. What's her total hit points? Oh, all together? Yeah. Yes. 38. Roll it anyway. <laughs> Why? So she does the if she because that'd be five. Oh no, it'd be thirty-five, never mind. She could just outright kill her. Not like, oh, you're out bleeding out and we just, you know, you die. No, just boom. I would have done 27 damage. So. <laughs> She's down. You killed her. <laughs> when was the last time you saw an NPC go into death saving throws when you were trying to kill them? Hey, it's just it's just one of those moments where it's just like. Do I kill her or do I kill her? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She falls and barrels like and flies back. Barrel! Uh, Little. 15, uh, uh, 20, and latches like tighter than his back's ever familiar with. And just. And has a hold on his back. Esther, give me your cloak! Okay. Esther gives the back her cloak. Help me get this all over the little shit! So, I'm gonna tie the cloak around the back's neck and then, like, down up under her shell and up around her waist in front. So it, like, is a tarp over Beryl, holding Beryl onto her shell. You're not going anywhere now, are you? What it reminds me of is, you know, those long pieces of fabric that a lot of people use to hold babies to them? Yeah, your baby Bjorn. Well, yeah, that's basically what she's just done. <laughs> Swaddled the, into my body. The robe of stars. No, her extra cloak that she sleeps with. Oh. Because I have an adventurer's pack or whatever. Okay, I thought you were saying the robe of stars. Oh, heck are no. Are you kidding me? Heck no. What? Oh. Gosh. Okay. Um. So, yeah, now, now this little, little turd is yep. swaddled to me. 
Uh, it is Selene's turn. She moves 30 feet straight down to the end of the books. Sees the acolyte. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. They're right here next to Esther. Okay. Should be. It should be one more. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, yeah, she can peek around. And she's going to fire bolt. Okay. Well, maybe. With a 12. That's a miss. Dang it. Frick. As this firebolt flies by and hits the wall, and she's like, she's with it. You're surrounded. Give it up. Surrender. But don't uh, give yourself away. Right. And then it's Zabak's turn. Um, Zabak's not going to be able to get to her unless she dashes, in which case she won't be able to attack. Celine says, go block the door. Does so. And raises and raises this door. Yep. Yeah. And raises her. Where is it? Where's my big old crossbow? I thought I had a crossbow somewhere. No, I just have my javelin. It's all right. Throw the javelin. Yeah, I'll just heft my javelin. It comes back to you. Yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah. There we go. And you can even do it as you're running past. Aha! Guard the door. Yeah. Alright, so she moves up 5, 10, 15, 20 to right here. Mm-hmm. Blocks this door. Yep, yep. And as she does that, she chucks a javelin on her way through. No. What? Yeah, I thought that's what you're gonna okay, do. Okay, yeah, I will. Never mind. Chucking her. Yeah, I'm gonna her chuck her. Her returning javelin. <gasps> She skewers it. That's a 26 to hit. Did you roll a natural 20? 19. Oh, I roll a 19. So close. My javelin does. D6. Dang. D6 plus your strength. I know. What's your strength modifier? Five. Yeah, so six points of damage. No, but it's plus, but I have a plus set. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have mattered, you did. Your strength modifier alone would have killed her. Aha! And she fought down <laughs> Got him. Spear comes sticking her javelin, sticks right out of his chest. There's right Alien there asks. in front of Ren. Well, crap. Okay. You're right there. Yeah, it didn't hit me. It was rather close, though, wasn't it? Mm hmm. Sorry. Is that magical sleep? Hmm? Is that magical sleep? Regular poison. Okay. I'll read to you exactly what it says. Oh, no, that's fine. I just want to be sure because if it was magical, Sling could dispel it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that's all. Yeah, so Mercer's out for another 59 minutes and... 48 seconds. Um, well, given her her skill in healing at this point, her knowledge in healing, uh, I'll let Celine give me an intelligence check with her proficiency. That's an 11. She's not very intelligent. Yeah, never mind. So is everybody going to take like a short rest or something at this point? Yeah, ah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Short rest or a long rest? Short rest. Short rest. Okay. 
least come back over to here. Assume Selene comes back up to here along with Esther. Renesdale comes back over to here, keeping his distance from everybody. Actually, no, he is going to come around over to here. Stand over here by where Barrel is at. So you can keep an eye on him. And you guys take an hour-long rest, at which point Mercer wakes up, like, Ugh. He's, Ugh. like he's like pointing, like, where are they at? Where are they at? Whoa, calm down, man. Oh, man, did I miss all the fun again? No. You were literally just taking a nap. Chill. Just for the fun of it. Never mind. Okay. If I rolled a 15 or above, Mercer would have a splitting headache from oh. hitting his head on the floor as he fell over. Oof. He's a hard head. <laughs> Obviously. Exactly. So, well, we know he's a hard head, just uh, not the kind you want it to be. You're going to get us all killed, man. Well, he's almost tried a few times. I mean, succeeded? Unintentionally. Yeah. Now, because you guys took an hour, a he's out of control. Rest, you can heal up to your... Uh, maximum hit dice. Mercy's gonna use a couple of his. Zabak is very does, carefully taking stock of herself to determine. Does um, does Zabak still have that shimmering white stone that you guys found at the bottom of the trench in the underwater city? Just she should. I thought I gave you the important stuff to hold in your bag of holding. No, remember the big old white stone you had like sitting on your like in between your net, your head and your oh, shell. Oh yeah. I don't know what exactly what you did with it, but I guess it's still there, like a tumor. What well, doesn't Zabak have a bag of holding? Uh, sure. I, I probably do then. So did you put it in the bag of holding? I must have. If, given this exact moment, that's why I'm asking. No, I've just got it on my neck. I haven't put it anywhere else. No, I'm good. I'm fully healed. Okay. Well, the reason I say that is because if you still have that, mm -hmm. whatever hit dice you guys decide to use mm -hmm. to heal, use the maximum roll. Nice. Good to know. Good to know. So then, we're just oh, fully healed? No. Oh, okay. Whatever the max of each dice would normally be oh, okay. is what you get instead of actually having to physically roll the dice. Oh, okay. <sighs> now, she's going to also take a moment to take stock of her health and well-being to determine if her hit points are still lowered. Yes. They are? Mm -hmm. Frick, it's man. Gonna, it's going to take a... Uh... Restoration spell. Is it? Oh man. Who can do that? Not that I know that it like outside the game I know it will. Um who, but right now you're you're kinda of Who could oh frick, man, that's some crap. So what do you guys decide to do now? Well um go Mercer's sister and asked them after you know, after he, you know, kinda of shakes his head and gets you know, cobwebs out. He's like, Well, do we try to figure out the the oozes again, or which hit like a Mack truck, or do we attempt to go take the paper dragon? I mean, I'm assuming if it's a paper dragon, it'll burn. Yeah. Don't look at me. I'm not going to uh, give you that info. Between Celine and Mercer, they vote for 
the paper dragon because they assume paper will it'll it'll burn up versus the slimes which clearly everything we tried at this point did not work the only other thing that I can think of at the moment is Swing's like, I could get into the middle of the slime room and maybe try to see if we can discern how the people solve the the yeah. puzzle, but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a proximity thing to the cauldron that activates the slimes or yeah. what. So, I mean you can Man, I don't know what to do. Don't make me make a decision. Well, Mercer's like, well, we can try it, and worst case, I can bring you back, Celine, over to us, so where, you know, you're at least safe. So, she's like, okay! So, what's gonna happen is Mercer's gonna stand here. Okay. Celine is going to proceed to the middle of the room. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So, she's gonna stand here. So... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So that covers the entire room. Okay. And she's going to cast Ashes of Time. <sighs> Alright. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, actually, before she does that, she stands there for a moment and sees if anything happens. Yeah, no. If she's just walking in and standing in the middle of the room, nothing happens. Okay. Yeah, so she, she waits a minute. Because the spell takes a minute. Alright. Alright, I believe it takes a minute to cast. Let me double check that. Toes. Put the stone. Wrong direction. Oh no, it is one action. So yeah, she casts the spell. Okay. So, what she sees is um, from the doorway, she doesn't see anyone or anything try to walk through, but she sees somebody come walking out of this doorway, do something with their hand, Mm -hmm. and like this spread of energy just kind of goes over the room real quick Mm -hmm. and nothing seems to happen so they walk down to the other end and it looks like they do something with the door and they walk through the door a few seconds later you see them come back out walk over to this table and proceed to start doing something on the table because of how the spell is descriptive with very, very vague descriptors as far as what you see. Like you can't make out color, you can't make mm-hmm. out shape, you can just tell. They're doing something. They're doing something. <clears throat> and then after that, uh, they set down whatever it is that they were working on and they walk back out of the room and that does take up a solid 10 minutes. 
okay. Well, she's like, it didn't really give me anything. It's it's the image I saw. Someone went into the door right over there. A few minutes later, or a few seconds later, they came back. They were concocting something over here at the table and then left. So I'm not sure what to do with the oozes or whatever, but we could potentially... They were... They weren't, they weren't attacked by the oozes going straight to the door. So I think if we just make a beeline straight for the door, we'll be okay. So... So they make a beeline to the door. Well, Selena Mercer do. Okay. Does Zabak and Esther follow suit? Yep. Alright, so... Let's <laughs> back over here. Come back in there. Well, give me just a second here. Makes their beeline attempt straight to this room. Celine comes in. Mercer comes in. You said Esther and Zabak do as well. Okay. Right, so Esther comes in here. Zabak and a stale and uh, barrel. All right. So as you guys get into this room. This is the study hall. Very simple room. The study hall is used by various teachers and researchers, but it's currently empty. Worn wooden desks fill the room and chalkboards filled with ideas on magical theory and scribblings of hysteric research line the walls. Esoteric? Whatever that word is. Um, guys would like, you can make perception checks. Instead of a perception check, can uh, Mercer do an investigation? Uh, no, it's a perception. Ooh. That's not even a d20. I dropped it on a dang die. Nope. Ooh, yep, nope. Doesn't make it. Gosh dang it. No. Ten. For Celine. Uh, ten does not make it. What did Mercer get? Got three. Okay. Yeah, I didn't make it. With his back or Esther? Uh -huh. <sighs> so now can Mercer do an investigation just looking around for trinkets, odds, ends, things for potions? Well, let's see if Renestale makes it. Hey, it does. So you guys all start to just kind of look around a little bit, and he kind of looks down at one of the desks, slides the door open. Well, I'll be darned. Who'd have thought? Pulls a little gem out and he goes, It's a very weird looking little thing. Hmm. Mercer immediately notices that the gem that Ramisdale picked up looks exactly like the gem he got from the apparatus he broke earlier. 
Well, it looks like uh, the apparatus. It looks like the power source of one of the devices I broke earlier. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Things are very odd. I've not seen a gem like this. I wonder if it's meant for something other than just value. I would assume so. I mean, it was it was a power source for the device, so I'm assuming it probably can be used as such. Hmm. Do I see anything around the room that looks like that apparatus? No. That looks like it's dormant? No. This strictly looks like a study hall, but you do notice that far room down over there. So um, head down that way. After about a minute, you guys all start to hear a rumbling sound as one of the desks slightly shakes a little bit. Oh man, come on. It's just like a quick... Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. But it sounds more like a banging sound, like something's banging on the desk. Nope, nope, nope. That's a mimic. We're leaving. Bye. Esther is leaving the room. Goodbye. Mercer's curious. He That's goes and opens up the drawer. You're going to get us all killed. I hate you so much. God. Uh, Dude, why? He opens the drawer up. Does Esther already leave or does she stop? She's, she's like... Out? Yeah. Okay. Adios. So we're going to say she gets... What's her speed? 30? Mm -hmm. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. She gets to right here. Mercer opens up the desk drawer, and it doesn't hit Mercer, but a book comes flying out, nearly catching him, and like a bird, goes, starts flying around the room a little bit, followed by, who's ready to learn some magic? Oh no. I am. It immediately no. flies over to, you, over to you, circles around you one time, and then the book is like flipped like this so the pages and everything are like the mouth mm -hmm. it goes oh what's your favorite spell what's Ooh. your most favorite spell to use well currently gonna in, teach my, him. in my repertoire it's scorching ray oh, oh no. that's a wonderful evil i eventually will get fireball but i'm not i'm not quite there yet you actually keep looking at the book yeah looks <laughs> talking to me be rude not not to look at who i'm talking to then it soars around a little bit more. It stops for a Why? moment, looks at the living star, and goes, Ooh, you are a very interesting little creature. Are you able to talk? Okay. And then flies over to Celine, circles around her, and goes, Ooh, you have some very interesting magic. What's your favorite spell? Currently, it's, uh... I always forget the name of it. Are you recording me right now? No! Rexus's Chaos Bolt Barrage is actually quite entertaining right now. It stops and like the book slightly opens like a jaw drop and goes, <gasps> You know a spell of chaos? Yes, I do. From the hideous sorcerer Rexus? Were you his student? Nope. Should I be concerned? Nah, maybe. Cool. Yeah, actually, maybe. And it flies off. Is this all that there is for the class? Yeah. Well, our other spellcaster is thought you were a mimic and ran away. Hmm. Yeah, she dipped. Well, guess that's her loss. <clears throat> uh, 
He he does ask. He's like, any chance you can bestow a very explosive magic, like uh, teach me a spell that normally I wouldn't be able to learn? I certainly can if you're willing to take my test. Uh oh. I'm decent with tests. Let's do this. All right. Does so anybody it, else wish to take the test as well? Well, and he's like, do I get any retest if I fail? Good to know before, ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to retake the test, say, tomorrow, if you don't make it today. Okay, works for me. Perfect. No way. Last chance. Is anybody else taking the test? No way. Uh, what... Celine asked, like, what exactly is the test? Is it based off of knowledge, like current knowledge, or is it a practical using our, our actual skills? It, it's a combination of uh, what you know about arcane magic and different types of spells. And... She's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Right, so Esther clearly hears this from out in the hallway. Don't do it. Is she staying out there? Yep. Okay. Oh, no, Mercer's totally doing this. You're all idiots. We're all going to die. Okay, so it flips itself to a blank test page. And Mercer has the option to either take the test and make an arcana check or try to cheat on the test and make a stealth check. Oh, no, he's doing arcana. Okay. Now, here's the question. And before the, before the test starts, he goes, am I allowed any assistance from my friends, from my counterparts? No, that would be considered cheating. There's no cheating on a test. Got it. You know the rules, Padre. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm doing Arcana. You know the rules, and so do I. Okay. So, just roll. Uh, it's an intelligence Arcana check. I don't like where this is going. That's going to be a 26. So it starts to ask you a series of different questions, and as quickly as it's asking you these different questions about arcane magic, you're just like, oh yeah, I know that, that's this. Oh, that's that. Oh, with that, the focus, uh, the, the components are this, 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 and this. Uh, oh, for that one, yeah, that's this thing. And he gets through solid 20 questions, and in like 30 seconds, you nailed all of them. Nice. And he goes, wow, that's the fastest I've ever seen anybody take that test. That's absolutely amazing. A few other pages flip over, and one of the pages tears out, rolls up, and floats right in front of you. Yep. He goes, that is called a scroll of legend lore. Congratulations. Now you're also allowed to learn a single spell called Bend Space. Ooh. Oh, man, don't encourage him. And goes, while you are here in the library, the Ben Space spell will work They're perfectly tabling. for you. It's treated as a cantrip and is a casting time of one mm. bonus action. The range is 10 feet and the components are strictly verbal. Its duration is instantaneous and any class is allowed to learn it. So, out of game, this cantrip allows a character to join to... Allows a character to join to disparate... Disparate, disparate, disparate locations within the Transcendental Library. 
allowing movement between them as if you pulled two points of space together to create a doorway. <laughs> the spell yes. only has an effect if it's cast while standing in front of one of the library's secret passages. Stop enabling him. This is where the book looks at you and says, While there are a series of standard hallways and rooms and such, there's also a hidden set of passageways that follow through the entire library, each of which are marked in draconic languages, and if you read the draconic password and cast the spell, it will open up a secret tunnel that leads you to other parts of the library that you otherwise would not be able to reach unless you walked a very long path from the beginning to that room. Do I... I ask him, like, is there indicators showing me, the like, where the where the passage is? Or do I have to find it? Uh, you'll definitely want to search most of the rooms. They also have hidden lore amongst them as well. If you do the proper research using a time gem in the research room, which... Oh, by the way... And a brass key falls out. I catch you. You have now been entrusted with the key to various rooms, say, the research room, Serenity Hall, and the art gallery. Neat. <laughs> if you use a time gem while in the research room, you are able to do a great deal of study, but I, you must search the rooms for the proper books. I pull out the gem. Is this, a, is this the, the time gem oh, you're talking Oh, fantastic. You have a time gem. I look over Ren. <laughs> do it. He goes, all right, whatever. Tosses it to him. Yes. Well, that's all for now. I must get back to the desk. Bye. And the door shuts. Before it does that, though, as he's leaving, I'm like, can I come back tomorrow and take a test again? Nope. <laughs> Bye. So you now have access to this room, which, using the key, unlocks. Oh, I absolutely go in there. Do it. All right. The research room. This small office contains half filled bookshelves and clockwork trundle beds built into the walls. Abjurations and magical runes cover this room, creating a powerful magical barrier. A magical device resembling a glass clock sits at the edge of the desk with a slot in one side large enough to fit a time gem. If anyone's curious, there's a, there's a device in here with a time gem. I'm gonna do it. Celine walks in. And uh, then she, uh, he also sees a note on the desk that reads, Students, you will not be receiving a new time gem if you break the effect of the minute press early. Remember to use the bathroom before starting your studies. And lastly, please clean up after yourselves when you're finished. Uh, I don't want to have to ask you again. <laughs> Signed, Dean Nora. <laughs> Tell him. Can I investigate this room to see if I see any secret passages? Um... In this room, yeah, you can, absolutely. Um, you know, there's a certain, let me get back here to where it says the hall pass. Oh, da, 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 da. ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, I, I, okay, hold, hold, hold on. I can do this. Alright, if I recall, you did find 
did find a book. I'm just trying to remember which room you found the book in. Oh, you found it in the main hall. Okay. Alright, so what exactly are you wanting to do? Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to see if there's any secret passages in here. Okay. So, give me a basic search. That's going to be a 20. You don't find any indication. Okay. Um... Now, I do remember you finding a book earlier when you were back here in the main hall. Yes. So, what you can do is, if you want to try to deduce the purpose of the minute press, I need an arcana check. Okay. Because this is a uh, magical item, do I, am I going to be able to get my bonus? Mm -hmm. That's a natural 20. Alright, so you know that the minute press alters time in this room while it's using a time gem. For every minute, for every minute passing on the outside of the room, an hour passes inside the chamber. Um, after you use the minute press, it powers down and the time gem is spent. If the door is opened while the minute press is active, the effect ends and the time gem is wasted. This is where you kind of put it together with that book you found and you realize there has to be a certain way to study it. So ideally, this is another one of those two plus two equals four moments. Mm -hmm. The best course of action, because you don't know if you're going to find any more time gems, would be to see if you find any other books at all. Okay. And then once you've found as many as you can find... Come back here... Yep. Okay, so first things first. Mercer is going to go back to the study room. He's going to look for a book. In the study hall? Yes. Okay. Investigation? Try uh, to find one? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a 26. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's going to come back here to the alchemy lab. What's that? He's like, keep it on my back. All right. 26 again. To find any books? Yep. He doesn't, but he immediately starts to hear the sound of the uh, oozes again. Oh, man. As he sees one starting to form on the ceiling at the far end of the room, and the other ones start to come up out of the cauldron again. Um, Mercer runs back into the study room and tells Esther she should do the same thing and yeah. slams the door shut. Yeah, as soon as she follows. comes in, All right. boom! Man, so dead. Slam the door shut and move, and I tell everyone to move to the far edge of the room. So, of course. So, everybody comes down here. And we wait for a few minutes. All right, nothing happens. Uh -huh. OK. 
Okay. Mercer's going to slowly walk up to the door. Okay. And he's going to crack open the door. All right. Nothing happens. He kind of like a little bit more, kind of looks over, make sure nothing's, there's no slimes anywhere. Like they've received back. Uh, yeah, as far as he can tell, he can't see them anymore. Okay. So he's like, we need to quickly move. And that's that's the room I found the book in, right? Yes. Okay. Mercer's like, I gotta go back and check these other rooms. I, okay. I, I have to. Uh, Alright, let's go. So I'm going to, we're going to make a mad dash, room to room to room. And I'm going to just tear through everything. Are you only going through the rooms that you've already been in? So far. And then I'm going to circle back. Okay. Because I've, I've been into all of these rooms up to here, minus the that one that we've not made it into yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been into the dragon one, but we weren't, we weren't, we didn't stay. So now that I know I have everything cleared behind us, mm-hmm. we're going to circle back through the, the the ones that I've already done. Okay. So, give me just a sec here because I'm going to help you save a little bit of time here. Look at what rooms you've been in. Um, so, rooms one, yep, two, and three. Yes. You don't find anything. Okay. Room four, you already searched and found a book. Uh, is there only one book in there? One distinctive book that stands out. And there's only going to be one distinctive book per room if there is one, correct? That's the idea, yeah. Okay. So um, then I already got that one. So I go to the... There's nothing in the alchemical one. Right. So I go to... I have... As well as the first hand accounts room. Yes. In this far corner. Yeah. Nothing in there either. That one, blatantly obvious, because that room was just full of... Yeah, there were no books. So then I have everyone stand outside the door of the, the, the Karma room. This one? Yep. And I do an investigation there. Nothing. Okay. I then go to the next room. This one? Yep. And the door is locked because Celine. Um, uh, the door is locked, but. But Mercer takes his key and goes, yeah. I want to write you in here. Clink, clink. And you realize that's one of the rooms you can open up. Which, can, when I open it up, can I tell which room it was out of the list he gave me? The walls of this spacious room are adorned by a number of beautiful paintings that exhibit a wide selection of artists and styles. The center of the room is covered by a beautiful, intricate sand mandala. A magical time gem rests in the center of the mandala. It's pronounced Esther, mandala. Esther, Esther, mage hand it, please, because yeah. I don't want to mess with the sand. No duh, man. Cast mage hand to go fiddle with the doobly-doo. No, just grab it and bring it back to me. Well, yeah. Very carefully. Okay, go get it, buddy. Uh, Alright, um... Oh, no. I need a sleight of hand check. That's why I was reading. I wanted to make sure I was reading it correctly. No. I still need a sleight of hand check. It doesn't make sense. You're Um, in a library of pure magic. Well, yeah, but it's just floating there, right? No, it's resting in the center of the mandala of the sand. 
just don't understand what he needs to look at. Just right, so the way the game is. Think Indiana Jones, Here's exactly man. what it says. Oh, Most no. attempts, including magical ones, still require a DC four. Excuse me, a dexterity sleight of hand check to leave the mandala undisturbed. Eight. So it's literally one of those very down to the tip of a needle. Okay, that's fine. Uh, da, 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 da. No. Oh man, that's bad. And let's see here. It was Esther that was doing that. Yeah. All right. So on that happening, everybody else was outside of the room, right? Or was Esther outside the room too? Outside. I mean, we were all outside the yeah. room. Okay. Um, first thing that happens is I need a wisdom saving throw. Well, good luck. Selene's like, you got this. Bark no. inspiration. Everybody yeah. needs to give me oh. a saving throw. Oh. Ooh. 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 It's an 18, so Renesdale made it. 13. 13 for Mercer and a uh, 11 for Selene. Okay, so neither of Wait, hold on. Sorry. Mercer has advantage because it's magic, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 13. Okay, so neither of them made it. What did the back and Esther get? 13 and 12. 13 and 12. You all enter into a bewitch. Uh, bewitching sounds of chimes echo through the library and you all enter a stupor for the next five hours. You're going to have disadvantage on dexterity, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. Did she at least get the crystal? Yeah, she got the crystal. Cool. That was the first thing that happened. Um... Need another wisdom saving throw from everybody. Oh, well, that'd be a natural. So okay. <laughs> so we got a nine. Mercer got a three. Nineteen. Well, and you eight. have disadvantage. Oh no. Because it's a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Aha! Even better that time. No, you get the lowest. Oh, that's right. Still nineteen and eight. Who got the 19? That would be Esther. Okay. So Esther's not affected the second time. Uh-huh. Everybody else is going to remain in that stupor for an additional seven hours. And last one. Our room does not play nice. No, it does not. Uh, this one is strictly Esther because she was the one who set it off. I need a charisma saving throw. Man. At that point, oh. Celine says, Red you got this. Oh, no. Dis- oh. <laughs> you take it's going to be a dirty 20. That was the lower of the two rolls? Yes. I rolled 17 first and then 18 the second time. Well, you're good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As she felt like something was trying to prevent her from talking for a second, she just sort of clears her throat and like, ugh. Guys. Ugh. just kind of looking at you guys going, okay. Mer- that just happened. 
Yeah. Uh, we we ticked off the art room and now we're in a we're gonna be in a oh wow we're in trouble man my foot is so asleep that oh no like I can't even oh no like I can't even move it oh jeez <laughs> what'd you do sit on your foot yeah. <laughs> feels bad man so James also went into a stupor oh no. <laughs> Oh, the agony. I can see it. It's dead weight. <laughs> Limp noodle. Oh, oh is agony. You're supposed to be bros. Oh, what is this? <laughs> this is part of being bros. Every once in a while you look, you laugh at somebody else for being silly. Laugh at your friend's something. misfortune? Oh, man. If it was me, he'd be laughing his butt off. Oh, I would Fair. Be. I'll admit it, I would be. Oh my gosh. You gonna live over there? Yeah. Now that you guys are in a stupor for 9, 10, 12 hours. 11 hours. Oh my lord. So I rolled a 7 and a 4. What do you plan to do? We gotta uh, get the heck out of here. At this point, we're gonna have to wait this portion out. So, like, we hang out in the study room. In the study hall? Because it's the safest place for us. Okay. And, um, yeah, we just, we keep the door shut and we rest. Yeah. So you guys take another eight hour rest? Yeah. Or, like, you know, I mean, there's really not a whole lot we can do. We, we got to wait out the, the time. So, I mean, it's. Okay. Go ahead and crash, get our spell slots back. So that's eight hours. And so then... Another three hours. Yeah, and then twiddle our thumbs, read books. Um, Contemplate the meat Does uh, Mercer decide to try to go ahead and use one of the gems with the book he has, since he's got the time to do it? He has three gems. So, yes, he's going to use the one. He's, he tells everyone to, you know... He's like, I'm good in here. You guys stay out here. Don't open the door. You open the door and it ruins what I'm trying to do. Right. So. All right. So Mercer comes into this room to study. Everybody else hangs out back here. Now, can other people be in here with me? They can, but they'll fall under the same effects as what the room's going to do to you when you activate the minute press. Yeah, he's going to go by himself. That's okay. So. Okay, this is what I need. So you are going to need to give me an arcana check. Okay. Is this in related to like magical items? Um, it's to research the book. You're under the effects of magic, but the book is not necessarily magical. Activating the minute press allows the book to be read properly. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 14. 14. That is going to make it. So after the first hour goes by and you're sitting there... Now, for you, this is an hour. For everybody else, this is just a minute. Yes. It goes by. Um, 
and you did exceed the. You said you rolled a fifteen. I got a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Never mind. Um, huh. What you do end up reading on talks about the material plane and the uh, edge of the world, and you learn that as you guys sail closer to the edge of the world, it's going to cause the material plane to get thinner, which will allow other planes to leak through, blend, kind of blend a little bit. Yep. You have a 30 minute. Alright, so do you decide to just stay in there for another eight hours or for the rest of the time that the gem functions or do you decide to end the effect? Can I continue to study this book? Uh, you can, but you're pretty certain you've learned everything you can from it. Because you, you've pretty much read through a good portion of the book to get that far. Um, well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to let you repeat the check. Okay. To see if you learn anything else by exceeding the DC by a lot more. That is a 25. Okay. You also can learn the arcane rune that means repetition. Uh, the rune is going to indicate that the last passage or magic rune will be repeated again. Um, Well, it does, but not in the way you think. That's the rune that you learn. Okay. All right. And that takes you another hour. Now, is that, realistically, is that everything I can learn from this book? Yep. Put the book in my bag, and at this point, I... And you walk back out. All right, so two hours have gone by for Mercer. Yeah. Two minutes have gone by for everybody else. So you have one hour left on the effects applying to you. Everybody else still basically has three hours. Yeah. So we waited out. We don't have a choice. We can't. Okay. With, with, the, with the way things are working in this library, we all would be intelligent enough to know bad things if we could, if we try to continue through here with that mojo. Yeah. So, okay. Play patty cake, bust out some dice, whatever. We waste three more hours. Okay. And at that point, three hours are up. Then we go. I'm like at this point, like. I think we need to go take on the dragon. Like, it's a paper dragon. Right. Hit it hard and fast, and I think we can do this. So. What about you? I don't know, man. I'm just going to wait with something. And then leave. Just carry on. Okay. We're, we're, we're talking. 
talking about taking on a paper dragon. Uh oh. Didn't I smash it with my hammer? I'm pretty sure he basically polymorphed it into a cat. Yeah, I thought it's going to revert back. Even even But I destroyed it. You didn't. Oh. When you when you destroy something that's been polymorphed, you destroy the creature that was polymorphed. Yeah. You don't destroy the creature that it was prior to being. It polymorphed. goes back to itself, so the dragon's oh, still there. Oh no, I done messed up. No, it was fine. No, it's... you you did enough to stop it for the moment and gave you guys enough time to escape before it could do anything else. But now that we're fully prepared, we have all our spell slots back, I think we can sit there and kick open the door and just barbecue this thing because it decides to be a... Alright, let's go take it on, I guess. So, we make a mad... Well, the first thing I do is I pull out two daggers out of my bag. I go, I really don't understand how this is really going to help you any, but here's two daggers. Yeah. Fantastic. Perfect. And you start to see him just flip it around in his fingers in ways Mercer can't keep up. It just looks like a blurry thing on his hands. He's like... Alright. He goes, listen, far elf daggers, far elf weapons in the hands of a far elf almost seem like magical weapons. Yes, but at the same time, it's you keep throwing the same dagger over and over again. It just keeps coming back to you. So, why you... It's not like you can just sit there and go, what and machine gun these things. And yeah, Mercer actually does that. So anyways, you got two. I still got four. Outdoor I go. Were these the ones that had the poison on them? All of them had the poison on them. Okay. So use them sparingly. Oh, don't worry about that. Mercer stops, turns back, you got poison. Yeah, all far elves carry poisons. Remember when you passed out earlier? Yeah. You got poison. that? You got that? Yeah, it's called far elf poison. How many doses you got? Um four right now. And yeah. they're already coated on my daggers. Can you make more? Not here at this library, no. Okay. Anyways, he walks out. Okay. So you guys come over here to this door. Yeah, we make a mad dash. Okay. Who's going to be where? Because this is a five foot wide hallway. So it needs to be Zebek first. Uh And before we go in, I'm like, Zebek, you need to charge the dragon. Aye, aye, Captain. Get in there. Crush it. And Renestale goes, if you got something other than that war hammer, it'd probably be better. Yeah, I think using my jawbone. Well, you were still using it. Yeah. But, oh, by the way, mend on her war hammer. Thanks, buddy. Make me go look crap up now. Uh-huh. I want to see if it works. Why wouldn't it work? It's a cantrip, so it's not like it causes me any issues to do it. Is the uh, let's see here.
after dealing damage, the weapon takes a permanent and cumulative negative one penalty to damage rolls. I'm going to roll a percentile die because it doesn't say that men would repair it, but at the same time it doesn't say that it wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, if I roll a 45 or above, it repairs the, the weapon. Oh. So I'm going to give you the benefit. 97. Your hammer is repaired. Yay! So, Not that it matters because you always use the axe or the great sword anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be Zabak first. She comes in, immediately charges. Mercer ah. and Celine are going to come in directly behind her and stay 30 feet away. And we're going to unleash all of our most potent spells. And then Esther needs to come in right behind there and drop uh, uh, drop a couple stars. Aha! And Ren can follow up the rear and stay in the back and just chuck daggers all night long. And goes, if you want, I can keep an eye on the the star. Oh no, oh no. Barrel is still strapped to the back. Oh, okay. Just set him there. He sits back this way. He goes, alright. Well, if you're gonna go... Boom! Ah! So the back comes in first. Get out of my swamp! Um, does she come her full speed up to here? Yeah. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Uh-huh. To right there. When she comes in, guns a-blazing. Does it, is the paper dragon there? I'll tell you in a minute. I want everybody to get into the room first. You said Mercer and Selene are going to keep their distance, so I'm assuming... We are going to move uh, five feet up. That allows Ren to get behind us and throw daggers. All right, so... And that also allows Esther uh, to have her back on the wall and fire magic missiles. Missiles. I only ask because this is a very narrow spot. Correct. Here. Well, that's why I want I want the back like right here in the, yeah. like maybe even five feet this way yeah, towards me. Yeah, So that way, when the dragon approaches, it's all within our sight down that tunnel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see here. Which room was this? Number twelve. I mean, if Ren feels comfortable in melee combat, he could get behind the dragon and stabby stab stab. Did I already ring read this the description of this? Yes, room? with the with the lots of dragons, the green dragon on the floor. There's a big old red dragon mural. There's okay. definitely going to be a book in here somewhere. <clears throat> Mercer's once the paper dragon's done, Mercer's going to tear this room apart. <clears throat> I bet. Alright. Oh, and as we go in, or before we go in there, I asked, I asked Ren, I'm like, so did the dra- did the paper drag, was it already in there when you walked in, or did it, like, just, uh, like, all of a sudden paper form, and boom, there it was. I walked in, a bunch of paper whirled around everywhere and formed into this creature. Okay, that answers my question. I actually have Zabak come back five feet. Alright. This way? Yeah, so that's where I want her to stop. Okay. Works for me. Uh, well, that gives us all, because even if it forms at the 
far end of the room and approaches you, that gives us all line of sight regardless of how it moves. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you guys all come running in, ready to... Guns a-blazing. Guns a-blazing yeah. and everything. And nothing happens. Okay. So I'm, like, I'm like, away a couple rounds. Ren's kind of standing there real quick, and he's like... Hello? This is strange. This isn't what happened the last time. Okay. Man, I don't want to be here anymore. Alright, so... At this point, if you guys want... Oh, at this point, Mercer's like, everybody has everyone else kind of like stand on guard, and he's just going to tear through this room and try to find that book. Okay. Um, He's confident that there's a book in this room somewhere. So, let's see. Okay, so investigation or perception. Investigation and uh, Celine's going to give him inspiration, bardic inspiration. Okay. He's going to go ahead and use it. 25. All right. And then everybody... Well, if he's the one doing this, then he can give me a second investigation as well. Okay. She'll give him bardic inspiration again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely good. Okay. Uh, 22. Okay. So the first skill check does reveal a... Uh, a draconic book that uh, has the same warped aspect about it like the last book did, mm-hmm. but it's all written in draconic. Yep. <sighs> the um, the writing on it just indicates that right off the bat. The second uh, investigation check turns up. No, I'm not rolling any damage or anything. Too. Uh, brings up a nice set of preserved dragon scales and preserved dragon fangs. Um, each are worth about 50 gold to a wizard or a collector if you find one. Oh, I absolutely take them. Okay. Um, now, when, with both those inve- investigations, is that that entire section? Mm-hmm. Including the little thing over there in the back by where my character currently is? Or no, does that exclude that? That excludes this because that's a separate room. Okay. So nothing else is in there. Mercer goes into there. Well, I mean, there's other stuff to look at, but the investigation for what you were looking for, what I told you you found is what you found. There's other stuff that you can do in this room, too. Okay. Well, for the moment, Mercer's looking for the books and then the dragon runes that are, would indicate a secret passage. <sighs> um, from studying the Minute Press, you know that you have to study the books to get the runes. Okay, so the rune. Okay, so the runes are where I can see the secret passage. Okay. 
Um, now that I've seen this room, do I remember, recall it being in any of the rooms I've been in so far? No. Do I see it in this room? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go investigate. I'm, I'm going to give you a small little piece of info here. Mm-hmm. The runes that you're learning and the draconic wording that you're looking for for the secret passages are not connected. Okay. So I go into the other little or study room or whatever it is, and I investigate it. The reading nook, bookshelves, line the walls of this small chamber, stretching up to the ceiling. Overstuffed chairs provide ample seating next to a warm, ever-burning fireplace. Loose paper, scrolls, and piles of books are haphazardly scattered across the furniture and floor. Sitting in one chair is a broken clockwork librarian. A construct-like creature with a monocle in one eye works to repair it. So there's two... Two clockworks in here? One trying to repair the other? Is that what I understood? Yeah. Where the heck did those little miniatures go? Oh, there he is. Does it acknowledge that I'm even in here? Um, It's not like I was trying to be stealthy. I just walked in. Um, yeah, so you see this guy, um, basic clockwork individual, but with an androgynous face, and the monocle kind of looks like uh, one half of a set of glasses that's just installed on the side of the head, Mm -hmm. comes around and is placed over the eye. And he sits here, working on this guy. He comes, he looks up, sees you, and goes, Oh my goodness, excuse me, my apologies. You startled me. My apologies? Um, I am, um, um, I've lost certain parts of myself. I am the one who turns the page. I am the first original clockwork creation of the uh, of the late Dean Torvaldi, the mastermind behind the library's clockwork contraptions. Cool. I am also the one in charge of supervising all of the clockwork librarians. May I ask what you're doing in here? Um, outside of game. We are trying to figure out how to get Beryl back to the Yes, right. How did I remember that? That's what I thought, but okay. I couldn't quite so, remember. Yeah. And I, and I've, I've, it's getting the, late. The overall goal is to figure out how to get Feral back to the astral plane, Correct. and you know you have to get to the edge of the world. What you don't know is how to get to the western gates of the edge of the world. Okay. So you came into the library to see if you could find the information so about that. That is what I tell him. Okay. <laughs> nice. He says, well, most, like my character would remember it. I just, I'm yeah. tired. I don't. Um, that, that sounds like information that might uh, be on the upper upper levels. Uh, up, up, up. Yes, the upper upper levels. Be very careful if you go up there. 
Would you like some assistance? Yes, please. Uh, uh, I don't know if we should take him with us. And you hear Ren from behind going, with certain four-lettered words, No! Not following around a soulless canner. Oh, bro. Be cool, man. I just meant I wasn't sure he would turn to violence because he's a little, you know? I might be able to fix him. Oh my god, do it! You, you can fix me? You have my missing part? You've seen it? Oh. I have lots of parts on me right now. What are you missing, buddy? Do you know what, what parts it looks like? do you have? And I start this, 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 for 84 and a half pounds worth of material. As you start pulling them out, he he starts looking at them and he goes, May I use some of these, please? Yes. Yeah, do it, man. And he starts immediately over to the busted clockwork librarian that he was working on. He starts taking them as you're handing them out and he's going, and you see the clockwork librarian come back up and he goes, go back to your responsibilities. And you just see the clockwork librarian walk out of the room and out of the hallway and okay. on he goes. On he goes. Uh, okay. So how much did I lose out of my material? Uh, we're going to say 25 pounds worth. Okay, negative 25 pounds. Okay, and then I'm like... Nice. So clearly none of that so far is what you need. Uh, I could use some of the spare parts for my... For for me, I, I have the ability to build a little mechanical servant at times, and I have been short on parts, but um, I'm missing my mind. You haven't seen it, have you? And he actually turns his head, and you see a slot that's open... Oh, with a few gizmo pieces that are just kind of sticking and hanging out. Oh, lovely. And you can tell a very specific piece needs to be put there. Do I have it? You do not. Have I seen it? You have not. I don't believe, or at least at this moment, I don't believe you've lost it on the first floor. We've been through almost, uh, we've been through every room and I have not seen anything that would appear to go there. If I find it, I will be happy to return it. Well, this was the last clockwork librarian that I had to work on for the moment. Um, perhaps I could just come along with you. I and you hear Ren from behind you before you get to saying goes, I said no, we're not Bro. following a soulless canner. Okay. Dude. But if he follows us, we're not following it. I'm not letting him follow me either. Whoa, 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 man, you gotta be cool. You can't be like that. He's not doing anything wrong. What's your deal? So this this is this is where Mercer is now gonna be Mercer. He's like, <laughs> you can go take a long walk off short bridge, dude. Yeah, man. If you're gonna be like that, you can leave. All right, fine. And he just walks his way back out. Bye. He just leaves. And now we're good to go. Good vibes only, man. <laughs> that was easy. Bye. Where's that button when you need it? <laughs> hey, it's one, it's one of those things where, like, he's... This dude is important. Like, Yeah. You know what the funny part is? When I was reading this thing before, I'm like, knowing James's character, I know exactly where this is going to go. <laughs> this is exactly where it went. Yep. Yeah.
And then I already... Oh, man, he ran off with my two daggers. Oh, Gosh, man. Yes, he did. Oh, what a well. jerk. Oh, well. You guys told him to step right off. He goes, okay. Bye. You walked away. He, he wasn't being very... Like, I mean, he, he helped some, but it wasn't... Yeah, he really wasn't worth all his troubles, so... so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I have him, I, you know, lead us up to the, the second. There's a better picture of what he looks like. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm like, lead us to, lead us to the upper rooms. He goes, I, 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 I can lead, lead you, but all of the secrets of the library are, are in my missing Heart. I don't know how to solve the puzzles of the, the, the library. Uh, we'll try to figure the puzzles out um, as best we can. We, there's, we already know that there's one puzzle we have no idea how to figure out, and that's the, the stupid oozes jellies down the hallway. The, the fire and ice creatures? Yes. Yeah. We, they're immune to everything. Are they immune to... Yeah. Uh-oh. Anyways, we, we tried. Right now, we're not concerned with it, so... Well, I can say that the stairway leading up to the upper levels is in this room right outside here, and he points back out into the Draconic area. Okay. Lovely. That being said, I do not remember how to... how to get through the door. Well, we'll see if we can figure it out. Yeah, we're pretty smart. So... Go back into the room and start trying to investigate the room. Okay. So, um, taking a closer look around, especially at the artwork, is going to reveal uh, at the inspecting the artwork reveals the following information: at the bottom of the image, a life-sized warrior challenges. The uh, the dragon, the big red dragon you guys saw on the um, uh, the ta- the tapestry. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. The warrior's hand extends from the image, carved in such a way that it appears capable of holding an item. A deep niche is carved into the center of the dragon's belly. The belly above the niche is hollow and large enough to fit a tiny-sized item. Vents carved into the stone around the niche bear signs of ash and soot. And the dragon is currently headless, and the top of its neck ends in a hook. Hmm. And that's where we'll figure out the puzzle of the room Another next night. Yep. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.